when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. I started this podcast on November 1st, 2014, and I'm about to cross the 1,000-episode barrier. Next year, it will be 10 years. Although some of the episodes are best ofs, I have done a monocast, which is a solo episode like this, and expert interviews for over 450 consecutive weeks. Over that time, the business client and this podcast have evolved, but the podcast has always had one core purpose, and that is meeting interesting people, asking questions, and to learn something. Currently, I interview experts who have an interesting take on sales or marketing. To help them provide more value to the listeners, I ask them five questions in a 20-minute interview format. Number one, what is the perceived problem that your customers have? Number two, what's the real problem? Number three, what's your solution? Number four, what are the steps your customers need to take? And number five, what's the outcome? Give me a success story. Now, could you answer those questions for your business? I'm certain that your marketing and sales success could depend on it. So let me ask you the question, what problem do you solve and who needs that solution? I found this to be a hard question to answer for many business people. I can always differentiate between a newbie and an expert in the pre-interview call with one simple question. Who needs your solution? Newbies answer something like, everybody who's breathing and has a wallet or a purse, or every, insert your market or niche here, person who wants to grow or scale their business. Experts tend to provide a more nuanced answer without giving away the exact persona since they don't want their competition to know their perfect avatar. The big difference here is that the newbie is not necessarily wrong, but just hopes that the audience will self-segment. The expert knows their target, but is searching for more of them. In both cases, they try to create a sense that they know something that the listener doesn't. This can create FOMO, or fear of missing out. FOMO increases interest with the hope of getting the attention of prospects who may be podcast listeners. When it comes to marketing, it's often hard to attach real ROI, return on investment, to any marketing effort. You can sense that frustration when you talk to an owner of any brick-and-mortar business who asks a new customer, where'd you hear about us? The customer usually answers, on the internet. How do you measure marketing success or ROI? Well, let's first establish that marketing success is more like death by a thousand paper cuts than dropping a nuke. Marketing success is often measured by clicks and likes. 
That is 100% valid, but which click or like converted a prospect into a sale? I'll come back to this later, but the correct answer is every view, like, and click, or no like and trust, has a cumulative effect. So by asking those five questions I asked my experts in reverse, you can reverse engineer the marketing process by asking yourself those five questions. Number five, outcome. What does your perfect customer look like and what do they get by using your product or services that they can't get from another solution or vendor? What are the steps? What steps have worked for them that have led them to becoming your loyal repeat customer? Are those steps repeatable for other customers and prospects? Solution. How can you present those steps as a coherent system that targets their specific problem and is not just some random concept that works for everyone? The real problem. What are they not seeing that you offer? that helps them solve their problem in a way that's different? Can you help them diagnose and treat the perceived problem in a way that creates clarity? And finally, the perceived problem. This is often an I believe statement. I believe that more leads will create more sales or I believe more clicks and likes on your social media and emails will build trust. These answers often have a ring of truth, but are based on assumptions and lack foundation supported by reality or data. So the questions are in the answers. With marketing and ultimately sales, you have to convince a person or group of people that their I believe statement is holding them back and that you can provide them a better solution. More often than not, we tend to want a simple solution to a complex problem. In the real world, if it was that easy, everybody could solve it themselves and not need help. The main question I like to help clients answer is, how many sales do you actually need to generate for our relationship to be considered a success? The answer I love to hear is 68 which is a good benchmark for many B2B businesses. So let me break that down for you. First by sales level. Level one, simple and repeatable, say $5,000. Level two, midsize, that lead to those repeatable sales, $50,000. And level three, jumbo size, combining everything into $250,000 sales. Next is the frequency. How often do those sales happen? Level one, you need one a week. Level two, you need one a month. And level three, you need one per quarter. So when you add that up, 52 times 5,000 plus 12 times 50,000 plus four times 250,000, you have almost $2 million in sales. Your numbers and sales amounts and frequency may vary, but how much should or could you spend on marketing to attain that level of sales? It depends on your sales team size, sales cycles, but best business practices say around 10% of your total sales should be spent on marketing. Even if you only use 5%, that equates to $100,000 for every $2 million in revenue. 
There's no way to assure 100% that $100,000 will equate to $2 million in new sales. It's more likely that it'll be a mix of repeat customers and new business that will occur, but I think you get the point. We all want sales. As long as your marketing is leading to that goal, it's a win-win. So let me leave you with some final thoughts. I sometimes wish I had a magic wand that I could create business for my clients. If it was that easy, people would be lining up to pay me big money to do it. But I believe that we all possess a magic potion that works, and it's called results. So if your business could make $3, $5, or $20 by simply spending $1, who would not sign up for that program? It can happen with the right process in place and the consistent commitment to learning new ways to communicate your results. I've learned this by interviewing hundreds of experts and synthesizing their ideas and concepts into systems that help my clients tell their stories to their audiences. So, if you'd like to be on the podcast and have a great story, reach out to me at baconpodcast.com. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>